0: pp on this one guys p oh get the pp going big pp
1: hello welcome to episode nintendo 64 of the under podcast where we talk about siege what we like about siege what we don't like about the siege I'm Chris, I'm Ryan, I almost said I was Ryan. This is a very special mario sixty four episode, and we'll be talking only about mario sixty four and not about anything else. That's not true, no, it's not true, but we actually have a really good episode coming, so uh, we're in that weird spot again where like I feel like Ryan says this every episode we're in that weird spot. No, I say this every time we're in the weird spot,
0: every episode there's a few weird spots.
1: We're in the weird spot between the test server and the actual release where everybody knows everything that's coming and we've played it a lot, at least on PC. And now we're just kind of waiting for it to be real. It's always—it's really weird also. Like, after we play the test server for a couple weeks and it's like, okay, we get the test server. Let's go back and, like, play Real Ranked or whatever. And then you're like, oh, like, none of these changes are in. You're like...
0: It's very frustrating.
1: Like, it throws me off. Like, I was playing Kaid and I was like, why is this not reaching? And I was like, oh, duh. Like, they <laughs> didn't make the change
0: yet. I almost picked Kaid. And I was like, oh, he doesn't have Barbara right now. So, yeah, worthless.
1: So, anyway, we're in that weird season, that weird. I, time. I am
0: going to go back <laughs> through all of our episodes and listen to how many times Ryan either says, A, this is going to be a short one, or B, we're in that weird spot.
1: Well, what do you want me to say? How does it I don't know. Um. So, we're going to fill that time with our. With garbage. Proposals
0: for a map rework. So with also with a lot of garbage. It's funny Yeah. It's funny when you like think about trying to rework a map, how much you realize is problematic with the map. Yeah. Um yeah. So here's your chance to guess what map we decided to rework.
1: Yeah. Think think about it for a few minutes cuz we're going to let's tackle some other things first and then we'll get into the map that we've decided should be reworked. Can and... we give them multiple choice? Um yeah. yeah, okay. So so our our top wish list for maps to be reworked next year are House, Bank, Chalet, and Oregon. So you take your pick of which one we decided to make a re, a re remake re, we decided re to reimagine. Yeah, reimagine, restructure, rejigger. We uh yeah, we, we got a proposal for how to re- rework one of those maps. So take your guess and you will know pretty soon. But first, let's get into some follow-up stuff from last episode. So, number one, we talked about whether or not Kali's Lance would stun a bandit out of placing his battery. What's your guess, listener? Oh, that's like my guess. I was like, I did it. <laughs> so we tested this and turns out, no, there is no stun From Kali, akin to something like a Zofia, uh, what are those called? Stun round. Um, So, yes, you can continue placing your bandit battery through the Kali charge. Also, there is enough time to pick up your battery um, when Kali shoots her lance before it goes off, so you can save the battery if you're close enough. Yes. Um, Along with that, we also found that the the lance can do about ten damage to an
0: operator. Um, depending how far away you are.
1: Yeah, and it it sounds like it seems like it depends on like where you're standing in relation to it too. Because yeah. when I was standing like right next to it for, on the side, I took more damage. Than I feel like than when I was standing directly in front of it. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but it seemed like that. So anyway, uh, did we learn anything else with Bandit and Kali?
0: No, that was it with them. I mean, we already talked about putting your Bandit batteries further away from the walls as possible because she can right only get X amount of space, about three meters. Um. We also asked about uh, Goyo's shield being possibly destroyed if you were to throw a flashbang and Wamai were to catch it on the deployable shield. And yes, it does destroy the deployable shield. Wait, you tested that? Yeah, I found that deployable shields are destroyed by magnets. And so if deployable shields are destroyed by magnets, then Goyo's thing is going to go off.
1: Wow, interesting. Barricades can also be destroyed by magnets. So the magnets' own explosion. Right. Not anything triggered by what? No, nope.
0: so a Thatcher's EMP destroyed the deployable shield.
1: Although, would Thatcher's EMP destroy the magnet? No. Oh, so you
0: did it with Thatcher's EMP? Yeah, it was done with Thatcher's EMP. Interesting. So that- and Thatcher's EMPs do not destroy magnets, by the way. They just disable them. Oh. So it's better, if you're going to throw an EMP at a... If you see a magnet, it's better just to let the magnet take your EMP.
1: And because the EMP will still detonate and destroy whatever is within that radius, right? Right. Um, which might not be as ideal as where you wanted it in the first place, but something. Yeah, That's strange that it doesn't destroy them. I would expect it to.
0: Well, I mean, we expected EMPs to destroy black guys and cameras yeah. too. but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, It's also funny that we didn't think to test that one. Well, we tried to, but we thought that we couldn't because we needed a Goyo, but we don't need a Goyo. We just needed a deployable shield.
1: No, no, no. I mean the Thatcher EMP. Oh. I never thought that we should test that because I just kind of assumed. Anyway, okay, so that's what we learned on that. Uh, also, we mentioned last week that uh, Castles Barricades can no longer have holes punched in them, in them through holes punched through them with anything. Mm-hmm. And Edward M99 in the Discord pointed out that the boss G can punch holes in Castles Barricade. And somebody else pointed out that Maverick's Torch can put holes in the barricade. Uh, wait, where do we settle? is Ka- uh, Ka- uh, not Kaid, what's her name? Kali, Kali can't pierce the barricade with her bullets, right? No. We settled that. Okay. Turns out the Boss G actually does not no. punch holes in the barricade. It used to when it first came out and shortly after it came out that was patched out. Along um, with it going through plain windows. Right. And it also does not uh break castle barricades no matter how many times you shoot it.
0: Yes. Uh after so, fifty rounds it did not do anything to yeah. the castle barricade.
1: Boss G is a no go. Maverick's Torch does in yes. fact put holes in Castle's barricade. So we did miss that. Uh um, that
0: I i did miss it but i knew that it did that like i right I, I was more thinking of bullets yeah uh
1: but yes castles castle's barricades can have holes in them punched by maverick and maverick alone
0: with his blowtorch can one of habana's single i think it will always just destroy that mm-hmm. uh
1: and then maverick of course can destroy the castle barricade we tested yep. it. it's about one torch worth yeah of uh or cool. one one canister worth of the torch
0: so that's that that's uh our tests on stuff do we have anything else to follow up on? Uh, no. The d- the designer's notes came out for the season, which basically just means that the changes that were in the TTS are actually part of the game. Finalized. Which, like, I feel like happens all the time. The only the only time that I've seen it not happen is Jackal's change that came in, like, mid-season or, like, in a random time into the TTS that didn't make it into the game. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's rare to see the new season TTS not have a change go into the game, like a balancing change. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's rare that we've seen that happen.
1: Um, the one thing that is not coming in is the Vulkan API, the graphics API. Mm-hmm. Um, that They did some tests with that, and there was like a, a big problem with it when it first came out, and then they put out a new version that, I guess, seemed to work. People were seeing better performance, but I guess they feel like it's still not ready. So that's being pushed back. Basically, what that does is I know it works really well with AMD cards. I don't know if it's been working better with Siege on NVIDIA cards or not. Maybe, maybe not, but um, it's just a different graphics API as opposed to, like, OpenGL or uh, DirectX. So um, it was really popular back in, like, 2016, and then it kind of faded out. So I'm I'm actually really surprised that they're doing this, but maybe they just knew that some players would see better performance with that.
0: I couldn't tell you. So
1: anyway, that is coming at some point. Other than that, there has been a couple new TTS patches that are just bug fixes, nothing really exciting. So. We should be seeing, I think, next season, what, this
0: week? Next week? So when you're hearing this, it should come out on Tuesday. Okay, there you go. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what I meant by this week.
1: Okay. Uh, are we ready to get into our map rework proposal? We are. Okay. So we went and spent several hours when we were ready to record the podcast, and we thought, hey, we should do this uh, rework proposal. So we ended up spending that time running through a map and, and talking about it and figuring out all the problems and solving them perfectly. Uh, <laughs> Obviously.
0: <laughs> I mean, it really would have taken us just like five or ten minutes to make a perfect map, but we had to start with something that was broken and it takes longer to fix something broken than sure. just to make something perfect sure. in the first place.
1: So, Chris, what map did we do?
0: So the map that we did, can can we do a riddle?
1: Yes. <laughs> You can do a riddle.
0: <laughs> Where do you hold money, and go back and get it back for later? Cash room on what's that map called? Uh, Clubhouse? Club yeah. No bank. Uh, oh, bang. <laughs> I knew that'd be a good riddle.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we have proposals for a map rework of bank. What we did is we we walked through the whole thing. We talked about what the problems were, how you solve that. uh You know, kind of like reflecting on. Um, past reworks of maps, especially the past like three reworks that we've seen and, uh, you know, what they've done there to fix things. And so we think we have some pretty good ideas for how you could fix bank. I also want to throw out houses on our list of like maps that we do want reworked, but we think that iccat did a really great job already, uh, you know, proposing changes for that. So if you haven't seen that, go watch that video of iccat Just search iccat house rework and you'll find it. Um, I'll also link to it in the show notes, but that's a really great proposal so we sort of also followed that method of just like yeah let's let's try to you know keep bank bank but make the changes that would help it flow better so bank so bank um let's let's talk about some just general changes first and like maybe uh outside changes i think that's probably a good place to start yeah
0: um so this is one thing that i noticed while we were talking about bank just in general the first siege maps that came out in the base game were almost all like police cars were around it and it was like police getting into some sort of terrorist something right. that was the idea mm-hmm. and then as maps progressed it turned into just some sort of building that rainbow 6 is going into but there were are no siege cars or are no police cars or anything so if you think like coastline or villa or theme park or um even yacht or give me another map that came out skyscraper yeah none of these maps have police cars on the outside this kind of thing but you think the newer maps in the game house surrounded by police cars consulate older maps older maps what did i say you said newer maps i mean older maps house consulate bank bank organ uh border even they Mm -hmm. have these SWAT cars on the outside this kind of like police raid type feeling and what that does to the map is it makes the map it has couches turned over and mattresses upside down and tables overturned all over the place it's, it looks like it's been under siege
1: and, like, it's been... Uh, there's a
0: firefight going on.
1: Yeah, like, people have gone through and ransacked the place. And in a lot of cases, that causes a lot of clutter that's not really necessary.
0: Yeah. And we found that when they've been remaking maps, they've cleaned up clutter. Yeah, you look at
1: Canal, as a really
0: great example. Mm-hmm. They, they cleaned up a lot of the clutter in the map room. And it just... It just
1: it, there's less distraction from the game. The game.
0: And it feels so much better. Yeah.
1: So that's one thing. That's one thing. Just general overall. We don't have like specific examples for like, maybe one or two, but like just overall, let's like clean up the clutter and yeah, just make it. Pick
0: up the papers, um, put the bills back where they belong, zip up the, you know, the briefcases in the vault. Yeah. Get the employees back behind um, the teller so we can withdraw our money. Maybe, but just turn the TVs off. I don't know why they're still on. If you're <laughs> well, not, I mean,
1: they're all on and say no signal. It's weird. It's just so stupid. Anyway. So that's one thing. <laughs> Uh, another random thing is a lot, or maybe even all of the hatches in Bank, maybe just the basement ones. It's mostly the basement. They have a weird, like, lip, uh, that goes, so like, underneath the hatch, there's mm-hmm. like a, probably like, in game terms, maybe like a yeah, six like, to eight inch, like, lip that hangs down. And it just makes it like, really weird trying to look up through the hatch mm-hmm. to like, see people, because there's just this weird, it's just a different angle than what you're used to. Yeah. Get rid of all of that. Just yes. Raise the ceilings a little bit in the basement and get rid of those those hatch yeah, uh, those lips. Lips. They're no good. Um, okay. Let's talk about outside. So Bank has a major spawn peaking problem. Yes. Obviously, On quickly, every spawn. Yes. Quickly you learn like how to deal with it. But that said, it's still a major problem. And we think it's pretty easy to fix. Yeah. So number one, just more cover. Like don't spawn us right out in the open where you can walk out the front door and see everybody who spawned yeah give us some swat cars to hide behind or whatever right uh that's number one tell us how we're going to fix the front door
0: okay so the front door if you ever spawned Peak on bank you know very well that you can just come out the front door a little bit and you have like the building protecting you and then you have the big fat pillar right there and you can see perfectly between the pillar and the building and it's like this like three inch gap that you can see through but it's hard to see you as an attacker until you're spotted obviously and so you have this tiny little pixel peak that you can shoot the defenders from Yes. so what we did is in that ATM's area which is the north side of like the lobby that separate room. the
1: front entrance that's got the three doors mm -hmm. you walk into it's got that like first kind of buffer room before you go into the big lobby.
0: Right so on each side of that the two like the walls kind of extend like maybe a foot or two just out a little bit Mm -hmm. and so we what we are going to do when we are invited by ubisoft to go to ubisoft montreal and fix the map <laughs> we're going to pull each of those walls in to be in line with those front doors yes yeah, so, so the, the that front be... of the
1: bank is just flush there's right. no like outcroppings right. popping out and that way number one it fixes the atms a little bit where there's like not space for like defenders to, to get, get in the corner yeah, weird hiding places in there or whatever
0: the, the whole point of that room at least what I think the whole point of that room in the first place was to allow attackers to enter the building safely without like they're in the building, but they have a billion things to look at. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of an entrance room to get in and then kind of push your way into objective or ensure.
1: So it eliminates that in the ATMs, but more importantly, it eliminates the, the like jutting out part of the building, that comes up right up against the columns and leaves that tiny little pixel peak between the column mm-hmm. and the brick. Right. Um, so by doing that now, when you pop out, as soon as you walk out the door, you're exposed and there's a, yep. a full like two person width space between the column and the building instead right. of this tiny
0: little peak space. Right. And this, this helps a ton because you can see from spawn, say you aren't checking spawn peaks with your drones, which you should be doing, mm-hmm. but say you're just playing casual and you forget, from spawn, you can see the doors and say someone's walking out that door instead of, like, I can't even see the person walking out the door because the pillar's in the way mm-hmm. and the building's in the way. Mm-hmm. So that just completely eliminates the fact that people are spawn peeking there.
1: Yes. Okay. Um. Great. Great ideas, Chris. Wow. Okay. Hey. Another <laughs> another thing outside is we would love to have some sort of alley that cuts right through the jewelry store. So um, there's the spawn that's, like, right above the tunnel you can drop into that goes into Mm -hmm. the servers down below. That spawn, it's called Jewelry because there's a Jewelry store right there. We just want some path that goes through the Jewelry store, whether it's an alley or, like, whatever. Whatever it is. Just some path that goes through that and connects back to the alley spawn. Yeah. It's just... It's so annoying, these maps... where like you can't get around the map on the outside you have to like get up on top of the building rappel over same thing on clubhouse over yep. on that one corner
0: Yeah you have the corner by the like the kennels spawn you can't get over to like where the kitchen window is to get yep. that hatch in basement you have yep. to climb over the roof I also just realized bank has the same problem on the opposite side It does but for some reason that side feels different to me just because it goes into the map like I don't I don't I, I almost never spawn over there and need to get over to Alix to spawn from the outside. Yeah. Like at that point it's almost faster just to go over the roof.
1: Yeah, it is. Um yeah, I think just because there's like no there's no spawn point in that other corner over yeah. like by the garage. Right. Um So it, it doesn't feel as much of a problem there as it does in the other one where it's like sometimes you wish that you could just like you know you're you're pushing those windows or whatever on the front side and then you want to like go push the other side now you have to like rappel all the way up the building mm-hmm. come all the way down it's like it'd be nice to just be able to like hop off your rappel run through yeah exactly and, and get it done
0: but this, this is a problem again with the older siege maps is you think of newer maps villa theme park skyscraper you can run around the whole entire thing without a problem mm-hmm. and only clubhouse and bank that i can think of off the top of my head have a spot where it stops you from getting through the yeah map.
1: also all of those maps have a lot of like uh like protected pathways and lots of cover like there's mm-hmm. like a whole like attackers only section of the map outside yep. that's like pretty well covered to run around and stuff yeah. they've,
0: so they've done a good job in newer maps of preventing spawn peeking because ubisoft does not clearly does not like that
1: yeah one other thing and this isn't like hard and fast this is just kind of like a this might be interesting uh if they added some sort of like um, scaffolding or like mm-hmm. whatever outside the front that you know a collier or a glass could get up on top of and look into the windows into like square stairs or into um executive the hallway e- executive hallway which is that like sort of that random hallway that connects the like lobby mezzanine balcony area into ceo office yeah
0: it's that one tiny short hallway that just has two windows in it mm-hmm.
1: and before you think this is crazy because she'll be just picking people off from ceo windows uh spoiler alert we're removing ceo windows so we'll we'll talk about that more in just a second but
0: doesn't but, that just sound exciting when you hear that that ceo <laughs> windows are gone you just like <laughs> that's a good objective yes now. um this map is good i'm telling you ubisoft is going to want us there in yeah, Montreal they're, when they're, they're gonna bring
1: us in for sure but yeah like we just thought it might be interesting to have you know house has some of these things uh what other maps have these
0: these like scaffolding, oh, scaffolding things, things? there's s- some on cafe dostoevsky yeah uh border no
1: well border has like a, a little building that you can get up yeah, on top it of it, have it a, doesn't have much one of sh-
0: cafes actually is completely useless now because they took out the window it used to look at like the window that goes right basically towards the reading room towards uh, library uh, and that window is gone yeah so that meant that thing's just like doing nothing <laughs>
1: yeah scissor lifts i guess is really what scissor lifts that's what they
0: are um
1: but uh, but yeah, so like it might be interesting to have one of those things. We're not in love with it, but I'd like to see it. It's a good idea. Okay, so we're ready to go inside the map. So let's start at the top and work our way down. So first of all, CEO, the CEO objective. Um, What are the problems we are trying to solve here on
0: CEO? So CEO, you're... You feel uncomfortable in the objective. You get kind of hold in. There's nowhere you can go. You can't rotate out. Yep. You've got all your windows to worry about. There's no hatch to drop down. Mm-hmm. You're stuck. You're you getting in. You're stuck. Right. And there's not really enough reinforcements to cover everything like that you
1: might want to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, like because obviously you have to reinforce those two walls that go into square stairs. That's two operators worth of reinforcements. And then if you wanted to, like, reinforce the whole janitor's closet, that's, I think, four reinforcements. One, two, three, four, correct. So now you're down to, like, two more reinforcements that basically you can kind of put anywhere because it's not enough to cover a full wall of anything.
0: Right. You've got, because you've got that, you have. So the north end of bank, by the way, is the front of bank. We're going to use a lot of cardinal directions to help explain. So just remember, north is the front of bank. Mm-hmm. So on the west side of this objective, you also have... a. Uh, two wall soft wall like in the not ceo but the what's the other part ceo and
1: uh i don't actually don't know what that next room me neither
0: i just always call it ceo but anyway the next room has soft walls in that next room that go like towards that what's that mezzanine? next room called no, not toward, it's not the mezzanine yeah. it's uh i don't know what these rooms are called, but, room, but, room, but the mezzanine. front room that, <laughs> yeah
1: the front room that has a desk that you come yeah. into from the mezzanine
0: yep so there's those there and then that little um conference room there's soft walls on the west side of that as well yeah and then also all the way down the hall which is funny on this on this map of uh that's on the rainbow six website they don't have this listed as a soft wall but it is there's a soft wall that you can see from like the parking lot windows that looks all the way into that hallway on the south side of the map on the second floor that's also soft and you usually want to reinforce that because you have someone on the windows shooting through the whole entire shooting through the whole hallway yeah so there's Simply not enough reinforcements for what it is now.
1: Also, we're adding a soft wall. Heads up again. Uh, spoiler that you might want reinforcements for. Yeah. So uh, point being, like there's there's just nowhere like to be safe inside CEO because there's those windows. There's just like big open doors going out into like main areas in the lobby. And in the other objective is called second floor uh, executive lounge is what it's called. Um. So there's that. And then, you know, there's there's all these walls that are going to be breached because that's what the attackers
0: are super pushing for. And there's no bandit tricking happening because there's too many walls to be getting. Right. So um, one solution is
1: to remove the windows that look into CEO Bank. Those will be closed up. Yep. Um, Also, this is not as much related to this objective, but it's going to happen here. That area where the CEO windows currently are will be like pushed out to the exterior, so it'll be extended a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were looking at at the front of the bank from the outside, it's sort of just like all flat on that on that side. Yep. And there's like two big like column like pillars or like whatever. Um. So at each of those pillars, we're gonna extend the bank. I don't know, like three four meters.
0: Yeah. May maybe to where like the wall is from the lobby you had the wall that separates the lobby from the atms area maybe mm-hmm. like extend to that wall as far as like north goes not like to the not to the west but north just like a couple yeah. of meters that way so that
1: what that's going to give you in the ceo um objective is just kind of a, a little pocket um that you can hide in right there and then there's going to be a hatch there that will drop down into a new room below. So we'll talk more about that later. But just so you know. So now there's this there's a little bit more cover in there, right? If they're mm-hmm. pushing from the front, you can hide in this little pocket. Yep. Um and also there's a hatch that you can use to escape if you need to drop down and rotate, which is just like I think hatches are really, really great for uh defenders to have just one option to get out of the objective in a fairly safe way. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's like a big trade off, right? Because when you once you drop down that hatch, there's no going back. Right. So, yeah, you're going to get out safe, but now you've got to fight your way back into the objective. So it's always a good trade-off, I feel like. It's a good way to give defenders a little bit more freedom in the objective without like giving them too much power. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what else about CEO are we changing?
0: Uh, so the windows and the executive hallway that Mm -hmm. small little hallway
1: so this yeah this is the hallway that connects the mezzanine to the ceo Mm -hmm.
0: so those are two windows right now now it's just going to be one double wide window basically to help with spawn peaking because right now on that side of the map you have one two three four five six you have eight windows Mm -hmm. single barricade windows to try to defend a spawn peak from yeah and it's just so much so first of all getting rid of those ceo windows takes down two and then making that a double wide window helps you to know just look at the part of the window Right. And then there's broken. still
1: the four windows over in uh skylight. square stairs skylight area. Yeah. One of those is inaccessible to defenders because it's past the edge of the balcony. Yeah. So it's really just three, three. now that you got to worry about plus our double wide. Also the double wide window makes it better for castle. Mm-hmm. Right? If castle is being used on the objective, which I use castle up there a lot, um now it's just one window that he can that he has to do there instead of wasting two barricades. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much it for CEO. Um let's see should we I guess let's talk about this this staircase. So we in the lobby um we feel like there's an issue in the lobby as far as like uh, for attackers to get in, right? There's just so many angles to cover, there's so many places defenders could be hiding. And the other the flip side of that problem is that once attackers take the lobby, defenders really have no way to rotate through it or to really contest it. Like there's really only so many entrances to the lobby once it's taken. Right. And there's, there's not very many ways to contest it, uh, particularly if you're playing like tellers objective or whatever. Right. So one fix that we thought of for the lobby is in the ATMs area, which again is that um, front area with the three doors that you come into the very first room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once you walk in those doors on your left side, we want to add a staircase that goes up and connects with the mezzanine so it goes up inside the atms area it'd be like a walled off staircase um that's like safe from from peaks out from uh from inside the lobby yep uh and then it goes out like so the atms has that big wall like like half wall yeah not half wall but like wall that doesn't go all the way to the ceiling yes right and so once it hits that wall it would turn into a balcony just like on the mezzanine it has the little railing right that red carpeted balcony. Is it red carpeted or is that the lobby? No, I think. I
0: think it's red carpeted. Yeah.
1: And so it would, it would just like form an L with the current existing mezzanine balcony and just, mm-hmm. just connect there. So you could, if you were in CEO, for example, you could run through that executive hall um, and then you would turn right and you would have a new like balcony that you could cross over and then have a staircase that goes down into ATMs. Yeah. So what we feel like that does is it just sort of like connects the map a little bit more and has a little bit more flow there. It gives attackers an option. Once they come into that room, they can come up onto this staircase and they can look down. Like somebody can go up and push that, that thing, Um, you know, get up on top of this new mezzanine and now they ha- they can help cover their teammates as they're trying to push into the main door of the lobby, or they can like quickly get up into CEO and start opening floors to attack the objective below like it just it just sort of connects it a little bit more Mm -hmm.
0: um part of this problem with the lobby as well as right now we talked about earlier cleaning up clutter there's so many couches in weird spots turned over and it's so much cover and stuff to look at Mm -hmm. and so if that's all cleaned up or the couches are put in like a nice l that looks like it maybe should be um maybe one or two couches removed it would just help to eliminate so many spots for attackers to like have to look for defenders and vice versa for defenders to like if they want to rotate and lobby there's not so much stuff for mm-hmm. people to be behind mm-hmm.
1: Um, one other thing is on this new balcony piece that would be right in front of where there's currently one of those like barred windows mm-hmm. that looks out onto like it looks the towards... jewelry store area to what jewelry store
0: oh yeah it looks like towards the windows that you'd be repelling on out of CEO oh, right. and out of staircase right
1: so that would be That's closed. Correct. Yes. Um what about the I, I don't think we made a full decision on this. The windows into ATM from that same side. Did we th- say those those would stay open?
0: Oh, we didn't really yeah, we didn't talk about them. I would I would close them as well.
1: The thing is I actually do like the ability for defenders
0: to uh
1: shoot repelling attackers
0: there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, I don't feel like repelling attackers are going to be as big of a problem with CEO windows being gone. That's true. They're just going to be pushing executive hall window, the one window. And if they're only pushing one window, you don't want to give them so many angles to worry about. Sure.
1: Okay, that's fair. Okay, so we're going to close off the window, both the windows on, yeah. on that side of ATM, which
0: is the east side. East side. Yeah. I... I'm indifferent on, like, the parking lot. I love being on the parking lot and shooting into CEO with Glaz or will now be be Kali. Um, and I'm indifferent on the windows. I just feel like, personally, lobby is impossible to rotate into as a defender. Yeah. It's so dangerous. There is... It's death. That room is death as a defender, no matter what you do. And Yeah,
1: once the attackers have taken
0: it. Once right. they've taken it, right. Um and, and so partially to solve that problem, we've created new rotations to avoid even having to go to lobby. But I am still indifferent on whether or not some of those windows should be closed or lifted so that...
1: Indifferent or undecided? Undecided,
0: I guess. What is indifferent?
1: Indifferent is like you don't care.
0: I'm not indifferent. I'm <laughs> undecided. <laughs> um, if It would be best if parking lot can only shoot through like the second floor, but not through the bottom parts. So they can't be shooting the lobby, but they can be shooting CEO. But Ryan likes the shooting yeah i, I kind of like that
1: about the map like I, I feel like that's a pretty unique feature of bank and like the the lobby already is such a problem for attackers that i feel like it's fair to give them somebody to look down providing overwatch from the parking lot and try to help clear that space out yeah um so and and i and honestly i feel like once the attackers have taken the lobby as a defender i don't think there's a ton of reason that you need to be in there um Except for, I guess, if you're trying to get a flank. But I think our new staircase will help with that. Yes. Um. So there is that. Okay. So that pretty much covers CEO. So let's move over to open area and kitchen. We don't
0: like this objective. Nobody likes this objective. This is, nobody does. This is part of the reason we chose to rework bank. Because you think of bank as a pretty good map. Like I enjoy seeing bank... Part of the problem is there's really two and a half ish objectives that are, as you put it, to able to be defended. And this this open area objective is not one of those. Yes, open area this kitchen. Is
1: by far the fourth objective yes, of Bink.
0: This is the meme. The meme objective. So
1: we're not trying to fix it to where it's the most competitive objective. What we're trying to do is just make it a little bit more fun to play and just less like totally awful. Yeah. P. S. we're only talking about bomb. We're not
0: talking about hostage and, no. and buyhauser. Yeah. How they how they do that? I don't think they should balance maps around game modes that aren't good which they don't
1: well, the game modes are, i think they're fun game modes but actually sure. but they they do balance around explicitly around bomb now so um the kitchen objective we feel like is the real problem here And mm-hmm. open area has its own issues that we're going to solve but the kitchen objective it's just like i feel like you never have enough reinforcements to cover like all of the walls going into the skylight area Mm -hmm. as long as well as like the other stuff you want to do, like the hatches and like the walls coming from archives and stuff. So like, it seems like those kitchen walls always get left out and that's like a really easy breach for the attackers. And it's once that's open, there's nowhere to be in kitchen. That's even relatively safe. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's that big door that just looks right into the tiny bit of cover you might have behind the counter thing. Right. Um, there's just, that, like, that whole objective just feels so open and unsafe, and there's not really any cover in there. Uh, So, so like, you there's just have couch. to... There's a couch. Yeah, there's, like, one couch. So you have to, like, seed the kitchen to them and just try to hold open area and, like, play open area from the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, I mean defend kitchen from open area.
0: It's really almost playing archives and trying to hold square from archives and, like, having a rotation hole into archives, right, but right. that's dangerous, because once they take that, they're in
1: then they have a walk-in right yeah. into the objective. So, that's the main problem. So, what we decided is F the kitchen objective. <laughs> like, who needs that? So, but we're going for a split-level objective, which I know is not most of those sounds favorite, awful. And not even mine. But this is actually good. But I, I think this one would work better than some of the ones we already have. Yes. So, because, open area stays. Because we made it. <laughs> Open area stays. And then the next, the new objective would be in stock room. So stock room is that small room with a few desks that's, um, across the hall from like the conference room and the janitor closet. Um, it's got a, uh, Two double-wide windows that you can enter into mm-hmm. from the, the what
0: do they call The that? balcony outside. Terrace. The terrace. Yeah, the terrace outside. I know what you're thinking when you hear us say this is, that's an awful objective. That would suck. So easy to attack. And you would be right, but we may change this. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to fix it. Okay, so first, uh, we didn't talk about this, but I think
1: stock room might need to be just a little bit bigger. Maybe that? that's going to yeah. be the objective, and, yeah. and I would maybe just like push out the back wall of the map a little bit. Okay, you know, because there's nothing there that you have to worry about. No, so maybe just push that out a bit. We didn't really talk about that too much. Uh, obviously, you don't want a window that hops right into the objective. Yeah. No. So what we're going to do with that window is eliminate that window, turn it into a single wide doorway. Windows. Yeah, the the windows in the stockroom. Yeah. Turn it into a single wide doorway. and it'll be up against the corner. Um like the like exterior side corner of of the the room. Mm-hmm.
0: So this would be, it would south- be the
1: southeast east corner of the room. Yeah. And where does that door go?
0: So that door goes into a new room now outside of stocks. And that room is called do we just have a name for that one? We just called it terrace room. Terrace Room. So it used to be the terrace. So now that's a terrace room. And that room is a larger room that would go out. I have, to, I have to look at my map to be able to describe this well. Okay, so that room would, if you think about the terrace now, if you're looking like at those double windows to your right, you have the skylight door, and then there's like this angled wall as well, and that's part of that hallway on the second floor. So that room would go all the way out to like the balcony of the terrace. Yep. So right where you are up right are.
1: now, it's gonna mm-hmm. go that's where the wall's gonna stop.
0: Right. And then it would go out and kind of go at an angle towards the other angled wall on the terrace if that so wait, question. made sense to you
1: does this mean you repel up into the window f- of that of this new terrace room or are we going to have a spot that you can stand on like the current terrace
0: no i think i think the doors into this room are on the current terrace like the same
1: well so that's that's the one Remember, we said so was gonna be two windows
0: oh we did we said there was gonna be one here and one here
1: okay so yeah i i think it should be um, one repel window. So right now where you repel up, you, there's like the balcony, there's like a little ledge that you hop over and you get onto the terrace. Mm-hmm. That would be a, a wall going all the way to the top up to the roof. Yeah. And there would be a window there, a double wide window that's pushed off a bit, um, offset from the doorway that we just talked about so that you can't just like look through the window into the doorway into objective. Right. Uh, so there'd be that one. And then there would still be a terrace area that's um, outside the the square stairs or skylight door there Mm -hmm. Um, so that that terrace part still exists and then there's another window or a door um, at an on an angled wall that connects to the current angled wall at like perpendicular angles if that makes any sense
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is really hard to understand and talking about a new room that does not yet exist yeah but it makes so, sense if you have imagination.
1: Yeah. So just to, just to say it a different way, if you were standing inside of uh, the top of square stairs underneath the skylight on that door that goes out on a terrace, mm-hmm. if I'm looking out there, what I would see now is like on my right, there'd be an angled wall that comes out and meets where the balcony currently ends. And that wall would have a door. And then where that meets, that's that's now a wall. Right. And then yep. that that new wall on the east side has also a window that you can rappel up to and hop in. Yes. So this and this new room is basically just the buffer room to be able to push into the stock trading objective. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the one door that goes into the stock trading and then it's got a soft wall um, on the second floor hallway that's in front of the janitor's closet.
0: Yep. So that wall where it kind of the hallway starts going at an angle towards the janitor's closet that's now soft into this new room yeah
1: so d- if you're standing in the janitor's closet looking out the door directly in front of you right now there's like two metal great closed windows uh that would turn into a soft wall that you could reinforce and try to keep people out from the stock trader and pushing in or you could open it up and use it as an objective if you're defending there or a different objective or whatever um and yeah, yeah i think that that just makes stock trading suddenly kind of an interesting objective
0: it definitely does and this is part of open area as well one thing i did not think about as we were making this is you're going to have to deal with and this is part of the split floor objective is you're not only dealing with this extra room but you're dealing with a push from skylight stairs you're dealing with a push from possibly lobby maybe even someone that went in the executive hallway windows coming in through kind of ceo area Mm -hmm. like you're dealing with all these angles coming at you and that's objective but at the same time there's not like this long angle you can hold on a plant
1: uh, like in what?
0: Like it's not like you can plant and then get outside and repel and then hold yes, the angle on yes, the plant. Yes. That just doesn't exist. So that will help. Uh, and the floor is soft in there. So as a as a defender, most of the floor the floor will be soft in there. Most of the floor is soft now. There's like a little part of it that's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a defender, you can pulse maybe an open area. You can throw a C4 up and blow up. Sure. Part of that.
1: There is also like when you're playing this this new objective that we're making up. Yeah. <laughs> You'll definitely want to be in control of the CEO
0: area, mm-hmm. right? Like if you remember, this is still the fourth option objective,
1: right? This is not the main objective. This no. is the fourth, but like that CEO is going to be critical to control as a defender. Yeah, um, you don't want them to be pushing that and controlling that, or you're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Should we talk about open area?
0: Yeah, let's talk about this. Is this is where like if Ubisoft were to do the pan right here, everyone would start cheering. Yeah, <laughs> because of the one thing that we're about to say yes, right now.
1: Yes. Bye, bye, printer room. So if you don't did know that, what, did that make sense? <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what printer room is, um, you know when you spawn Ali's objective and and you run not Allie's objective. Ali spawn. Yep. And you run forward, and on your left side there is a window uh, that goes into this like tiny weird room with like a printer and a counter, and
0: there's like a a weird wall that. It's how you get into open area. Yes, that window that you use to get into open area,
1: or that you get spawn peeked from every single time. Yes, one of the two. Uh that whole room that goes up until that wall that goes halfway like across half it and stops. Yeah. That whole room is just completely gone. Yep,
0: we're and gonna erase a hard that. Wall. It's
1: just gonna be hard exterior wall. That's no longer happening.
0: So you do not have to worry about being in open area trying to defend a plant, and they're killing you in open area from the stupid window outside. Right. That window is just gone.
1: So that makes open area much easier to play. Um, and just like viable, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, and then what we're going to add is on the East wall of the kitchen, um, which if you're like, if you're looking into kitchen from uh square stairs, Mm -hmm. it would be the wall directly in front of you, that back wall. Yeah. Um, we're going to put two windows on that one. So one right now, like, so there's like the, the counter and like there's like the island counter and then the the counter with like the sink and everything. Yeah. So between those two counters on that wall at the back would be a window. Yeah. And then um, over to the side of that, there would be another window. Uh, how would you explain that? Just kind of like perp or not perpendicular. So but- it's
0: like where the soft wall is now that goes into that printer room from kitchen that sometimes is a rotation hole opened yes. up in there. Yes. That would just be a window now. Yes. So remember that that's now outside because the printer room is completely gone. That wall has been pushed towards open area and that's hard but that is now a window yes
1: so uh attackers will be able to get a couple of cool angles on there into kitchen or into um square stairs you know if they use an asher's ofia to open up the soft wall on the square stairs Mm -hmm. it's just two new entry points for them pushing into kitchen to get into open area
0: and remember kitchen's not objective anymore so you don't have to you can cede that to them if you need to right that's fine so that this solves the problem with, first of all, part of that spawn peak on the alley spawn, and then also being in open area and having to worry about this stupid window. Whether whether it's you're defending it because of basement and you're just def- trying to defend the hatches for a little bit of time, or if you're trying to defend open areas just as a defender on open area, yeah, that's, it's a huge problem that's solved. Also, just to mention, we talked about spawn peaking at first, there's this... Well, never mind. I was just gonna say there's a van outside that just needs to be pushed forward to stop a spawn peak, but
1: Yeah, they need to fix a spawn peak on that alley one or two.
0: It's that's a easy
1: PS I think I said east side of the kitchen wall would have a, would have the windows. That I meant south, south side. South South side. Yeah. Okay, so with open area done, let's move over to Tellers and Archives, which we've already teased a few things about a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so I guess first let's talk about this new room. That we've talked about so from ceo we said there was this new like pocket where the current uh ceo windows are and that would have a hatch so this hatch drops into a new room which we're calling the unrenowned podcast studio yeah or studio for short yeah and so (laughs) studio is just sort of like an entry buffer room it also serves as just a, a like a rotation out of um tellers and archives i guess what we should explain we feel like the problem in tellers and archives is just that you get locked in and there's no way out. It's similar to CEO. You're locked in. There's no way out. Right. So like, like you, you really have to play it with three of your people outside of the objective and like two anchors trying to hold it, um, which doesn't always go well. And like once, once they're pushing and they have the doorways locked down, there's only two doorways out of Mm -hmm. there, right? Or three doorways. Sorry. Um, so there's, there's the one door that goes right into the lobby Right, right, which is suicide, right. like you can't go anywhere over there, no. then there's the door that goes behind the teller's desk, which also like they're already pushing that door. you don't really have much of a chance getting out of there. then there's the door and the window that go out to square stairs, which again, those are the angles they're pushing, mm-hmm. so like you really just get locked in any any decent attack there, you just have nowhere to go there's there's a guy up of, upstairs with buck or sledge harassing you, and then there's Two guys holding lobby and two guys holding square stairs, and you have nowhere to go. No, so that's Unless what we you wanted to your solve. make a
0: rotation hole into open area, but if you do that, they're just going to push open area right into sure. objective. Yeah.
1: Um. So that's what we wanted to solve. Uh. So part of the point of adding this new room is, um, one, it's like it is a different way for attackers to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we said, it's going to have windows, two windows going out to the front side of bank, so you can hop in from the front as an attacker and then from there push into this. So this room would connect to archives, not tellers. Yes. So there would be a, what would we say? A double wide door coming in from archives.
0: Yes. Or, that's, that's what we said. Yes. A yeah. Double wide door. Correct. So,
1: so archives has a double wide door that goes into the studio room. Uh, and it also, the studio has the hatch coming up from above and CEO down in. Mm-hmm. And then also what the studio has is a hallway that connects over to blue stairs yeah so this is how it comes up into blue stairs there's a new door at the top of blue stairs um, which is not aligned with the current door it's like offset a little bit so you wouldn't be able to get like weird sneaky angles like through all the way, two way down kitchen. Or yeah, no. Um, and so now if you're a defender in here you have a way out right you yes. can you can go into this room Go over to to Blue Stairs and you can either come out Blue Stairs and try to put pressure on the guys that are that are over there in the square stair skylight area and try to like take them out. Or you can just sneak down Blue Stairs and go find another rotation up through the other stairs.
0: Yep. And there's another way out because before you had that. So there's Teller's and there's Teller's office. Teller's is the front part like behind the desk that's still kind of part of the lobby. And then Teller's office is the actual objective. So in Teller's, you have that hatch that goes down like basically into the vault in the basement. Mm-hmm. We took that hatch and we moved it east in bank into Teller's office. So now as a defender, you have a hatch you can drop down into basement and that will now drop into Locker's objective of the basement. And we'll talk about that later. But now you can drop down into the basement if you need to and come up blue stairs. And maybe when you come up blue stairs, you can either go down the hallway into studio or you can come out into skylight stairs or you can go up the other stairs and maybe even go to the second floor. You can do whatever you want from that point. Right. You have a way to get out of objective that's completely safe. From, say you can't get out of that studio room because they're holding those windows in studio. Mm-hmm. You can drop down that hatch always and come up another way.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that, that hatch, I mean, between these two things, we feel like that just really gives defenders a lot more options without giving attackers too much of extra, like, foothold mm-hmm. to push. Um, so we feel like that's going to make this much, much more defensible. Yes. Is that really all we did here? Pretty I much. think I mean, so. That's yeah. I and mean, we felt like that really fixed the whole problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, um so then the basement is next. The basement's going to have some pretty uh significant changes, changes too, but they're they're
0: very good. And this is what I hated about the basement from before is you had the one hard wall that thermite would always breach and you would have someone get in there and face backwards and plant the diffuser so it's right in the wall and then people would hold it from the tunnel and from the blue stairs door once they got that plant down it was over and so it was like and a, there's just
1: no rotations into, into blue stairs area right no, like, there's not
0: once they take blue stairs your only way to get to blue stairs is to go above and try to hit that hatch but there's if they're playing well they've got a claim up there and they have someone watching blue stairs from yes, above yes um, so they would plant there and it became a game of like can pulse throw a c4 at the right time can mirror throw it can smoke get his smokes in the right spot and then can they plant through all that going on? And then once the plant's down, it's, okay, well, we can't diffuse because of the million angles they can hold that plant from. So that's part of the problem in Bank. Part of the other problem was once they take blue stairs, you can't get to blue stairs anymore. Right. There's no right. rotation out. You just kind of hold back and try to fight them off. Yeah.
1: So how do we solve it? So we do a couple of things to solve that. So, well, first thing we should say is that the secure hallway hatch mm-hmm. is gone so that's the hallway how do you explain this
0: so this is the hatch that's in open area kind of behind the yes. cubicle that hatch is gone so the hatch that's in like the office in open area that's kind of separated that hatch is still there that's the one that drops into the actual objective whereas other just drops, objective right, the other is CCTV objective right the other hatch drops into the hallway that where the garage door is yes so and if you're, you're coming in, the garage in from door garage
1: garage uh, you get to the the main doorway coming in from garage, and just to your right, there's a hatch above you mm-hmm. that, that's called secure hallway. That hatch is just gone. That hatch yeah. is a problem. It 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 like kills any chance of defending that you have once that thing gets open. You can't rotate anymore because that's the only connection between the vault side of the basement and the um, the CCTV TV side tree. of the basement. Yeah. and you could open a rotation, I guess, like in those the red hallway, right? But like really, like. You're not. You're not walking in through a rotation on that hallway. Like no. you are going to get shredded. Yeah. So that hatch has to go,
0: which is totally fine.
1: Okay. So that's that's number one. Uh, should we talk about how we fix CCTV itself first? Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, what 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 else? Is or should
1: there? we do garage? I think it's I think garage because uh, that
0: that sort of sets up CCTV. Yeah, it's kind of a tandem event. Yeah, they go together. That sounds funny. Why? How could that be possible? What Garage t- and CCTV, how do those go so, together? Yeah, they are going together.
1: Okay, so here's the deal. Garage. Um, we felt like there needed to be something to connect Garage more to that server side of of the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it, like all of the basement, it feels like it sort of converges on that one single door going from secure hallway into CCTV, right? That's like yeah. the one pass-through, like I was just saying. And like everything that you're doing outside of all of that stuff it all eventually has to like culminate in controlling that one single door. Yep. And it's just like, it's, there's just feels like there's no flow there. Like I go into garage and I'm like, okay, now I'm here. What am I going to do? I can't do anything. Like I I have to push in to the one door and like go right. And that's all I can (laughs) really do. Right. Right. So we need to be more connected. Yeah. (laughs) Not left. So at the, at the bottom of like the ramp and like, small staircase in front of that main garage door. Mm-hmm. We want to add a door on that wall on your right side that would go into a hallway. So this is a brand new thing. Um, it, it, So like say you're, so you're pushing in from garage and you're looking at that door bottom of that ramp and stairs. There's a door on your right. Mm-hmm. It goes into a hallway and then that hallway connects to like a small like maintenance type room, whatever yeah, ventilation, yeah, ventilation, whatever it is, right. Some sort of like janitorial room or something. Uh, and that small room has a soft wall that connects to an extended version of servers. Yeah. Um, so it's not directly connected, but and then they can reinforce it or whatever, but it is some sort of connection between the two. If defenders want, they can open it with their impacts and use it as a rotation. If they want to close it off and seal that off from attackers and that's their prerogative. But this now connects. They, the two. You're saying
0: they have an option of what they want to do with that wall.
1: I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's how soft walls work. But it connects these two pieces of the map that before
0: were just so separate, but
1: felt like they were both critical to each other. But yet you couldn't use either from the other.
0: And when you think about this, it's it doesn't seem like like when you say there's a hallway that connects to a room that connects to servers, you think like, okay, that's fine. You don't actually realize how far away they actually are from each other. It's a big space. It's actually a lot of space that's just empty. And so, what we did is we extended. Like
1: 30 meters if you go to the back of the garage? Yeah, in the back
0: of the garage, it's 30 meters away. Yeah. The server's wall is 30 meters away. So, we extended servers quite a bit, like just adding server racks and just a longer server's room. So, if you were to come in the sewer tunnel to like your front and right you have like the door that goes into objective right but Mm -hmm. right in front of you you have the server rack so imagine that wall where the server rack is just pushed back another like 10 meters yeah so there's probably four or five more server 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 racks racks
1: lined up Mm -hmm. um and then that would connect again with a soft wall to this new tiny maintenance room right okay so now we've got these two things connected now let's talk about what we're going to do to fix the cctv objective itself
0: okay so first of all the Thermite wall. It's always hit where people always plant the one that is um adjacent to the door. They're both kind of adjacent to the door,
1: so both of us thermite walls. We're we're gonna we're gonna hard. So okay, the the current door that goes into CCTV from servers, Mm -hmm. that's gone. That's hard wall now. Okay, the soft wall right next to it is also hard wall. Yes, and then turning the corner where there's the other soft wall. Uh, Where, like, if you were standing behind the servers and looking straight, you would see, you would, like, be looking into this and then it looks onto the mirror window behind it. Yeah. Right? Um, That is now the door. That's your door. So, you can't any longer push from that, like, perpendicular angle. Uh, Like, if you were to come down blue stairs and you're looking through the bottom of the blue stairs door, that wall straight ahead of you, that's now all hard. You cannot get in there.
0: Yeah. Which helps a ton with this plant and then nothing you can do as a defender at that point right it makes cctv a room that you can actually kind of be in mm-hmm. right now um and then there's more
1: there's more oh wait
0: there's more <laughs> um just reminded me of one of the stupid like magic marker ads um so C- C- cctv is like an l shape right now where it like it's a room but then this like tv the cctv stuff kind of comes out into like this weird l shape
1: yeah it feels like the walls like encroaching on you when you're in the room it's like this weird like like this wall should be pushed out more
0: yeah and so that's what we're doing we're just getting rid of that whole l shape wall and just tearing it down (laughs) don't knock over my stuff and tearing it down basically yeah so so it's gonna
1: be a just a kind of rectangular room
0: room rect rectangular is the correct shape yes um
1: And we're going to add a new double-wide soft wall Mm -hmm. on, I guess this would be the east side side, of the room. So where we've extended the server racks, and so now it's like two or three server racks down, there will be a soft wall there that you could breach um, going straight into CCTV.
0: Yep. And this will actually give a chance for a bandit trick on Bank, because right now there is no spot on Bank where you can even... Think about bandit tricking, mm-hmm. but this will give a spot for bandit to do a bandit trick. If you were to put maybe a castle door on, um, so this this new door in CCTV now, which is on the east side of CCTV, if you were to put a castle door there, the um, bandit wall or this soft wall is going to be adjacent to that door on the same mm-hmm. on the same wall as that. yep you could bandit trick there. You even put a mirror window there into servers. Um, yep. I mean, even without a castle door there, you can have someone watching that door while Bandit tries to Bandit trick. Right.
1: You still have to worry about that hatch that's in the office upstairs connected mm. to open area. Yeah. So that obviously that hatch goes right into the middle of CCTV, so that's something you still mm-hmm. have to think about. Um, but just, yeah, opening that up, making giving defenders room to actually be in that room, because right now you just can't be in CCTV. Like, it's just... No, especially with
0: the hatch gets open, you cannot be in there. Right.
1: Um, so just giving defenders a little bit more room there to move around to play the room uh making it a little bit more difficult for attackers to push in mm-hmm. uh, and just sort of moving the fight from like defenders like desperately trying like crazy runouts into the tunnel and like weird stuff into like moving the fight into the objective itself
0: yeah and um, this room also would have kind of cubicle desks so first of all the clutter in that room is ridiculous needs to be cleaned up mm-hmm. not sure how a bank is so awful <laughs> like they these guys store my money <laughs> And they can't even keep their papers, right? <laughs> they didn't even lock the vault. The vault's wide open. <laughs> the vault is wide that's open. It's ridiculous. <laughs> pisses me off. Um, insurance, though. So there's cubicles in this room now that are kind of cleaner, though. C- cleaner cubicles. But this gives obstruction from that, that door that's in the servers and the CCTV. Yeah. So you can't just see right through that door all the way through the other door but there's kind of a visual obstruction there. Yeah, so and just it, like,
1: so like maybe one row of cubicle wall, mm-hmm. like the stuff that's in admin office on consulate. Yep. That exact same stuff, but not like crazy like consulate where there's all these cubicles you can hide in. Just like one wall that sort of just yep. blocks some vision.
0: Just something, yeah. Something for defenders to hide behind and blocks vision, and, especially. And then
1: some desks, right, that you would be able to get cover behind.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, so I think, does that cover uh, CCTV?
0: I think it does, yeah. This this makes an objective for planting is different than just throwing c4 and smokes and then trying to plant through them and then holding this weird plant angle, but actually makes a fight happen in servers. Yes.
1: Uh, so I guess the last change in the basement. So we did talk about, um, moving the teller's hatch into the teller's objective. So defenders can Mm -hmm. use that by doing that. It gets moved into the lockers objective down below, which is the objective that nobody ever plants in on, (laughs) on basement. Yes. Uh, so that would make that objective just a little bit more in play, mm-hmm. right? We thought of putting the actual hatch, putting it between, like, if you're in tellers, there's like a, there's like this weird spot on the wall where there's a file cabinet and like something else. And then it's like, like just enough place for an operator to stand there and nothing really else going on there. If we just put the hatch right there, that gives it like a bit of an interesting spot from above where you have, a, you maybe you have an angle onto the entry point or whatever down below. But you can't like circle around the whole hatch and get angles on mm-hmm. the whole room. Yeah. So we liked that. Um, it's a safe place for defenders to blow the hatch up and be able to drop down and get out. It's also kind of an interesting place for Amaru to hop up, right? Where like she only has one one direction she can do it because everything yep. else will be blocked by walls or objects. So she can she would hop up directly into the middle of Tellers if that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, so like that we feel like that sort of just makes um lockers a playable part of the map now um it more importantly was for the uh, uh, the upstairs objective but it also has this bonus effect of kind of working out downstairs
0: and i don't think this will be a problem of like a hatch going into again first of all we have hatches going into objectives all the time but i do not think this will cause like a some sort of rush like plant like oh they're gonna just hop down that hatch and plant because how do you how do you defend that plant from the hatch because you can long arm it or you can just go up on the hatch and attack like that's your only way is to hit from the hatch. Yeah, that's not a good defense on a on a plant.
1: Yeah, um, that's it. I think that's it. So hopefully we were able to explain that in a way that you could follow what we we're talking about. Yeah, but uh give us your feedback. Let us know what you thought. Um, is there anything that we change that you think is completely broken or something that like, oh man, I always wish that bank had this specific thing.
0: Yeah. What or what in bank bugs you the most? Yeah. What's not broken that we didn't address or what? Or what sorry, is what is broken. broken that we didn't address. Yeah.
1: Um, Or what wasn't broken that we just broke. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that too. Let us know. So in the podcast feedback and discussion channel, a great place to leave your feedback turns out. Yes, it is. So and discuss the podcast
0: of bank. First of all, the ATM's wall is going to be now flushed, so the spawn peak on the front it's entrance nerfed. of the bank is extremely nerfed. Mm-hmm. The printer room is gone, so the window that looks into open area is completely gone, and then CEO windows are gone.
1: Also, new staircase in ATMs. New staircase
0: in ATMs that goes up to the mezzanine.
1: Studio room, terrace There's a room.
0: podcast, I don't know, podcast studio. Yeah,
1: they'll have microphones. Studio yeah. rooms.
0: This is basically a better map. I
1: will have a poster of the
0: Unrenowned logo. Yeah, probably. <laughs> So, PP on this one, guys. P oh, get the PP going. Big PP, big podcast power though. On this side, I I want to see like after, and this gives me a lot of respect for the developers too. Like thinking about how long does it take you to rework theme park. Oh yeah, now like after doing that, that we spent like three hours literally just talking just about bank in certain and, areas and, and walking around the map. this is just
1: theoretical, and we didn't cover like. Like they worry a lot about okay, what angles can you get from here? We didn't really mm. think about that. We just thought Not about like the flow of the map specifically right. and like very and basic, high level stuff.
0: Yeah. And then to think they create I'm sure they create a very absurd version first and like try to play on it and then they have to create all the artwork and everything. If they don't like something, they just tear it down completely and you have to redo it all. Yeah. It's like that's that's a lot. Yes. Takes a lot of time.
1: Yes. Um but yeah, look forward to a few more of these coming. So, we're so we're so planning I hope to do some more of these.
0: We are. And I hope Ubisoft, you hear this in time, to get this in for year five as one of your reworked maps.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. This
0: is a proposal. Yeah, please do.
1: PP! Okay, should we move on to listener questions? If you have a listener question, you can ask us on Twitter at R6Unrenowned. Follow us there also for random thoughts on Siege throughout the week and our comments on things. Or you can join the Unrenowned Discord. Just search Unrenowned Discord on Google or find it in the show notes. Uh and there we have a channel dedicated specifically to podcast questions where most of our questions come from. Our great community lives there and it's so much fun to chat with everybody about siege all the time and get people together to play siege and all that kind of stuff. It's a really really good time in there. PS, but they actually live there. They, oh yeah, several of them. Not not all of them. Some of them stop in every once in a while, but there's a few of them who definitely live there. We just passed 500 members in the
0: Discord. So we did yeah yes there that 500 people that you could be playing siege with yeah at the same time in the same lobby listen to the best siege podcast so
1: like you know that they're well informed exactly yeah so yeah come come if you're not one of those 500 what are you doing i know there's a lot more than 500 you listen to this podcast get in the siege discord it doesn't matter if you don't play on pc there's console people in there too it's a good good time um yeah so do that come ask us your questions. If you get six questions read on the podcast, you will get the podcast questionnaire role in the Discord server, which makes you look cooler than everybody else. Exactly. Let's dig into these questions. So our first question comes from Lazy Egg, who asks, what do you guys think about another hard-breaching operator? A buddy of mine recently expressed how he wished they would come out with a new operator who could hard-breach. Seeing as that is one of my favorite ways to play, I was initially into it. I then thought about anchoring with Maestro, only to come off cams to the sound of thermite charges, Hibana pellets, a blowtorch, and whatever other panic-inducing device they could introduce. Promptly changing my mind. Nightmare fuel.
0: Um. So, yes, I, I completely agree with what you're saying that there are already a lot of hard breachers in the game, depending on who they ban, who's banned on offense. Right. Um. And Maverick is kind of like a half-hard breacher, because yes, he can hard breach, but he's not making like... Entry holes. Yeah, which he can. He can do, but... For him to do that, he's dying. Yeah. (laughs) Um but I've also thought it would be great to have this hard breaching drone. Like to have a drone that's similar to like a twitch drone or like a regular drone that just goes to the wall and you press hold whatever to hard breach, hold your Mm -hmm. gadget button and it would like jump on the wall and hard breach like a double Habana pellet sized hole. Yeah. That would be sick.
1: It would be really interesting if it could only do it from the like inside of the hard breach oh right so, the, so that's the that's like the the trick to it is that yeah. you can't do it from the bolt side you can only do it from the side that the operator placed it on like narrow yeah, window windows window, yeah. mirror windows that would be
0: really interesting i feel like it would never go off maybe but maybe but not interesting um also the thing you have to remember is even if there are x amount of hard breachers in the game they still have to bring other operators because if you just bring thermite habana maverick like now you're missing out on your fragging operators like Ash. You're missing out on utility that Zofia might have. And right. you have no Thatcher or um, Twitch. Like, you're missing some of these operators that are crucial. So it's not like you're going to be picking every hard breacher in the game.
1: Right. And also, like, how how much hard breaching actually benefits you, right? Like, say you have five hard breachers on your team. You really only need to hard breach a couple of walls yeah. before it's like, okay, what, like, what else am I going to open that's going to help us? Yeah. So everything so i'm not too worried about there being too many hard breachers my biggest thing is like i just don't know how you get another unique hard breacher mm-hmm. of oh, the drone guy well yeah I just told you that's that's a good idea yeah i know um <laughs> maybe it's just like just loadout is the real difference like maybe yeah. it's a heavy guy with bigger guns and you know whatever but
0: our next question comes from six eyes he says who would win the three-man crew of apollo 11 from their trip to the moon in 1969 versus hit chan um ISS terrain somewhere over the Pacific. Enough rations for a week. No contact to Earth. Hit Moncian would win
1: Yeah. Uh, well. Okay. Here's the thing. For, okay. First of all, we asked for this question, so <laughs> it's our fault. <laughs> um. But Apollo Eleven. Yeah. These are obviously very tough, very cool guys. They landed on the moon. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. I don't know who the third guy is. Me. Neither. Here's the problem. If they're they're. ISS International Space Station terrain somewhere over the Pacific, Pacific. so I'm assuming they're on the International Space Station in orbit. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. Hitmonchan is a dumb Pokemon who doesn't know what he's doing. He's going to punch guy number three, punch him through a porthole, and then get sucked out the porthole. And maybe he'll get stuck in the porthole or something. Okay. So Hitmonchan's dead, and the other two astronauts just put on their helmets and... Get back on their shuttle and go back to Earth. So it's sort of a trade, but ultimately Apollo Eleven wins. You think so? Oh yeah. The idiot Hitmonchan—he's just gonna punch stuff. He's kind of like
0: Hulk, where he just like he yeah he just fight.
1: I mean, if you want, I'm pretty sure in the anime he's just like a dummy who punches things. Yeah. So that's that's my maybe um, Apollo
0: Eleven does win. I think I still think Hitmonchan is going to win. I mean, I guess maybe different terrain.
1: Yeah, Train Matters. Train Matters. Train Matters. Are there space Pokemon yet? There should be. That should be a Pokemon type. Who knows? DJ Hero 2903. There's no way of knowing. How would you ever know? DJ Hero 2903 asked, how would you order from worst to best the year for ops? So his order is worst Amaru, then Warden, Nook, Goyo, Gridlock, Wamai, Kali, and Mazi. Okay, so... Worst. Who is the worst year for Op Nook? I am leaning Nook too. I'm just reading through the list. Yeah, nobody's worse than Nook. Nook, because he has Amaro is the worst, uh, and Amaro is not great. But Amaro can no. sometimes be useful. Yes.
0: Nook just pretty much isn't, because nobody's using cameras effectively enough that she becomes useful. Mm-hmm. And you're depending so much on them, hopefully using that you're actually doing something. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, no, Nook, no. Nook she's the worst. worst.
1: Also, her loadout is just not good. That's true. Okay, so Nook, after that, I'm probably gonna go Amaru.
0: What do you think? I agree with that. I'm good with putting Amaru there.
1: Amaru is like, she's more fun than she is good, and she's a cool idea. I'm glad she's in the game, and I like to play her occasionally. But-
0: Agreed. I, I do sometimes get crazy three kills with her right but but she's not dependent sometimes yeah that does not work
1: yeah okay so amaro or sorry nook amaro Mm -hmm. who's next i hate to say this i know what you're gonna say warden oh okay warden yeah i I didn't think think you could say warden
0: i that's why i said i hate to say this but i think these other operators maybe it's goyo actually it's between goyo and warden for me
1: yeah goyo's right there the problem with goyo is that like you often don't have as much control over when your thing goes off as you hoped, th- as you would hope that you would. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like in a lot of cases, if you can see the canister to shoot it, then you can also just see the person who's, who's the problem. Yeah. And so you could just shoot them. So th- there's just not enough spaces where it really makes sense. And like, even if it does, it's pretty easy for them just to set it off with some explosive and yeah. keep going. Yeah. So I think that's Goya's problem. I- I'm warden. Warden, again, is so situational. You're depending, depending on them objective them to do something. It, yeah, that as
0: well. But depending on objective, I think is where you're going to have the difference between who's better between Goyo and Warden.
1: Yeah, I th- I'd say they're they're pretty equal. I'd probably put Goyo over Warden because he, I think he's a little more versatile. He does have a,
0: the vector. Mm-hmm. And also so, he
1: combos better with other ops. You can you can put an yeah. evil eye in the room and maybe that makes that thing make a little bit more sense or yeah. a capkin trap with it, which does a ton of damage, right? Kills. So, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it does kill. Okay, so that's four. We're left with Gridlock, Wamai, Kali, and Mazi. I think Gridlock is the shoe in for next. She's good, but she's a
0: one-speed. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think she's next, but I and I think she is very good. But in this list of operators, I think she's the next. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of good operators
0: here. The next to best. Um. Okay, so now now we're into Wamai and Kali,
1: which is hard because we're making pretty like snap judgments on operators are. that aren't in the real game yet. And then we haven't played a lot. Um, And then Mozzie.
0: Mozzie is real, real good. Uh, the, my problem with Mozzie is a lot of times his utility doesn't actually matter. Right. Because it doesn't catch the drones that you want. There's just so many ways for drones to get into objective where you're not going to get stopped by Mozzie. Yeah, thing.
1: you just you don't always get drones. And then even when you do... You're putting away like a pretty good gun on a three speed to be on a drone and yeah. nobody else can control it. You can have somebody watch it for you, but right. I feel like it's hard to make that utility matter.
0: Kali seems like... We did do the one play a long time ago on Fortress where you droned for me on the other side where I was yes. a defender and he was droning for me to flank. That was really good. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the best ways that Mozzie can be played. But
1: Right. But then again, you're putting away a great gun. Right. And a
0: three speed. Uh, yeah.
1: For that. So... Um, And so then Kali, she seems to have a ton of utility. Obviously, the one-shot kill is like killer, but she probably doesn't push super well. And Mm -hmm. then Wamai, who's really useful, but also Jaeger fills the same role in some ways more effectively. In other ways, Wamai, you can be a lot more clever with. Um, So who, who are you landing on next as the next worst?
0: This is a great question, by the way, DJ Hero. I like this question. I think I'm putting Mozzie next. Okay. That, to
1: be fair, I mean, these are all good operators at this point, right? So, like, we're not saying Mozzie's bad, but I I might be with her. I, I really like Mozzie just because he, I think he's an effective
0: fragger. Um, he is. That I agree with, but I just think that Wamai is just as an effective fragger. Yeah, he's got the og
1: on defense.
0: Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's a two-speed. He's He's got a great utility. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah,
1: so I'm I'm good with, with Mazi at three. Um, would you do Kali first or Wamai first?
0: I think as the best one in this year, I think I would probably do Wamai, but I think Kali would be a very close fight. The yeah. only reason I say that is because I think on some sites, Kali can be so much better and so much more versatile and helpful mm-hmm. Um, with just weird angles. So she, that, I am telling you right now, is Kali's biggest, like, strongest suit is she can hold this super weird angle through a couple of soft walls. Yeah. And catch you completely off guard of like, I didn't even think someone would think to hold an angle like that, but she's right. holding some stupid rotation. Mm-hmm. Um but she can't do that on every single objective. And sometimes that's gonna turn out to be she held it, great, but nothing came out from it. Yeah. Um whereas with my I think he will be influential every single round. Some his thing will do something that will at least throw someone off or make the defenders back off, and then just the gun he has is so good yeah. on a on a defender.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna really love playing Kali, but if I'm being honest, Same. I don't think she's gonna be quite as effective, like round for round, as Wamai well, will be.
0: I don't wanna, I don't wanna say, you know, I was gonna say this great spot for Kali, but I want to say it for myself. The bank one, the bank one, yeah. yeah. I just don't want it to get around. We got a good spot. If you want to come see it, you know where to go. You know where to
1: go. Come check us out on Twitch and YouTube and Mixer. This,
0: this is what happens. I find these great spots, and then like three weeks later, it comes out and right I'm like, look at this great spot I found. Like. like mm-hmm.
1: What are you doing
0: that was mine. like i mean i'm sure you obviously you found it without me like i'm not saying i was the only one that thought about that but like my drone spot on chalet the freaking person that posted that on reddit made me so mad It's like dude that was one of the best drone spots in the game nobody ever looked there and here yeah. you go posting on reddit Like, yeah. don't do that Yes, you don't want to give away your stuff by posting the, it on Reddit. Uh, There's a reason why Pro League doesn't go on Reddit. And be like, oh, look at all the cool stuff they yeah, found. Yeah, they have all the secrets. They're not. They showing don't even people. use
1: their strats in in like in matches. Yeah,
0: in some matches they purposely will not use strats because they want to save that strat for the big stage.
1: Right. That uh that drone spot in Consulate Garage where you hop up on the white van and you get on the like pipes. Yeah, that's such a great drone that's spot. But people have given it away spot. and it's yep. so annoying. Yep, now it's gone. Okay. Uh, really easy meta question from professor Jason seven. How do you guys choose the podcast questions? We roll dice. (laughs) No, we, uh, basically we look for questions that we think are going to spark good discussion or that just are overall interesting or that we want to answer basically. So yeah, you have to stroke our egos a little bit and there you go. (laughs)
0: Um, a lot of it too just has to do with something that's unique and hasn't been asked before. So yeah. obviously frequently asked questions channel has the ones that are asked most frequently. Sure. And those we just completely skip over at this. And
1: point. sometimes people ask questions that are just too similar to a question that we've answered recently. So yeah.
0: There's that. Or we've just talked about recently, like a couple of episodes ago, we just talked about something that's asked about something we just talked about that. Yeah. Um, Laughing Room says, which of these British traditions do you think would fit into your holiday celebrations? the most christmas crackers or boxing day
1: Do you i have know no idea what these either are? Either those two things okay, are. so i looked i looked this Boxing up.
0: day is the day after christmas is that right i'm pretty sure boxing day is i could be wrong but i thought boxing day was the day where you like put stuff in the mail for your mailman <laughs> i'm pretty sure that could be wrong maybe that's box day
1: no it's not boxing day <laughs> hold on there's a day for that uh boxing day is the day after christmas okay um I'm looking up what it's actually about. I think it's about boxing. Wait, oh wait. No, you're right. Yeah. A holiday in which postmen, errand boys and servants of various kinds expect to receive a Christmas box. So you basically give a Christmas present to your yeah. service workers. Yeah. I guess that's cool. Okay. <laughs> I actually this- <laughs> I thought it's, I thought there was like boxing matches or something. Uh so what is Christmas crackers?
0: hold on answer me these these answers are all different about boxing day but i that's what i thought it was this one talks about the usa saying americans observe the day by staying home with their families and staring glassy-eyed at their empty christmas present boxes <laughs> it's an american form of meditation and if possible should not be interrupted okay what okay that's tell me about christmas crackers so christmas crackers is basically a a tradition where you have this like it's like a wrap it's almost like a tootsie roll kind of wrap thing but it's like a bigger wrapped crackers and you pull it with someone else someone wins they get like the basically it's like pulling the wishbone basically it makes this pop there's these crackers in there that you eat it comes with like a hat that you wear for like your christmas dinner it's like this funny like almost like a king hat um and then there's always like a joke or two in there that's just like a fun thing Hmm. so basically it's these crackers you pull apart i think boxing day would probably best fit into my tradition of just like giving someone else a gift like Sure, like I'll find like some cool guest. I don't for know. Christmas man. cracker sounds fun. Christmas cracker sounds fun, but I think Boxing Day is better. I'm I'm on to do Christmas crackers. Right? You mean you don't want to stare glassy eyed at your empty Christmas present boxes? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not particularly. Gz305 asks, "Can you please use the PP on this?" Well, uh, see the PP, it's it's a finicky beast. We don't really ever know when it's going to work. Of,
0: yeah, making it work. Yeah, we just
1: we just summon it and hope. What do you guys think about having bots on attack? Bots only stay outside the building behind police cars. They will shoot and yell out where defenders are spawn peeking from or whenever defenders come out of the building. It will be more realistic and I think would be a great add-on. What do you guys think? We'd love to hear about it on the podcast.
0: So I think this is definitely interesting to think about, like, someone spawn peeking or someone does a run out and, like, there are all these police cars outside the map on some of these maps. Um, The problem is a lot of maps like Skyscraper or... uh, I don't know, skyscraper was the best one I can think of. There's just nowhere for bots to really be outside that can be shooting at defenders. Yeah, really. And then second, I don't think it's fair to have extra people on one team, even if they're not going inside the building. But
1: yeah, I think um, I think Ubisoft actually likes runouts if they're like done properly. Mm-hmm. I don't think they like anything to do with spawn peeking, and they don't like yeah. the like very beginning of round runouts where you're running yeah. into a spawn. I right. don't. I don't feel like they want that to be a thing but like defenders being able to run out of the building and make a quick flank or like get somebody on a window or something i think that's an essential part of the game and like like a big part of strategy in siege is that and so i don't think ubisoft or i am interested in in getting rid of that uh and also yeah it's not fair to have bots killing you and I, i just don't see a reason for it to be honest so great yeah
0: lazy egg My most memorable Halo moment has got to be me hearing my buddy tilt himself into nannyism after being doomed one kill away from his unfriggin' believable. What's made you guys tilt the hardest while playing Halo? I know Ryan's. Uh, what? Your Mantis stomp.
1: Oh, yeah. That's... I wish I could find that video. But it was so dumb. I've told this story a couple times. I'll tell it real short. Basically, I was just dominating in Halo 4 in the Mantis. I had, like, 20 kills... Like, completely destroying. And, like, the other team was still close to us. Like, they were killing the rest of my teammates just fine. I was dominating. I was
0: keeping us in the game. This sounds like every time we play Halo.
1: More or less, yeah. And then this warthog, I- I'm, I'm like, fighting a warthog or a ghost or something, and this teammate warthog comes and drives right next to it, right in front of me as I'm stomping the, uh, the enemy ghost or warthog or whatever. And I blow both of them up, kill everybody, and they boot me from the game. My idiot teammates. And I was yeah. so mad. It was your own dang fault. Why did you do
0: that? Also, you are now going to lose. You are so stupid. Yeah. I, yeah. I know that was right. That was the most tilted. I actually thought about this for a while, and I can't think of, like, a specific time where I got the most tilted in Halo. It's probably when I picked up a sniper rifle and someone mailed me in the back for it. Yeah. And it's so like, oh, you like, you idiot. Sh- idiot? You should just watch Chris will... stream
1: Halo, though, when he does, because he gets tilted real quick.
0: More in Rocket League, but... Well, the problem is with Halo, we usually win. That's true. Yeah, with Halo, we don't it's, really lose. <laughs>
1: it's only teammates that make us upset. We
0: really don't lose. Like, I am not kidding you. We probably have played, like, 15 Halo games in a row at this point and not lost a single one.
1: The When we do lose is when we come up against a team of four who are all yeah. squatted together and all clearly know how to play Halo. Yeah. That's not great. But any time they were against Rando, I was like, we do pretty solid on Halo 1.
0: And We're not just talking solid. We're talking, like, 19-3 and 3 <laughs> solid, like, 24-2. <laughs> and 2. Stop bragging. I'm sorry. I just we're good at Halo. I guess I guess it's fine because we're balancing
1: out not being good at Siege, so we yeah. can brag a little bit about <laughs> about Halo. Got egg asked, "Do you think I should get a minus ten point bonus when I team kill my teammates with a
0: headshot?" Uh, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> so you know how you get a plus ten bonus when you kill someone with a headshot and Siege? Oh, oh so should instead of minus one hundred, you get minus one ten? Yes. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> yes.
1: Or oh, you should get ninety. Instead of minus 100, you get minus 90 because you get 10 points back for the headshot.
0: (laughs) You should know that would be better. Plus 10 for headshot, but minus 100 for team kill. Yeah, if it shows them
1: both and then it's like equates to 90, the minus 90. That would be funny.
0: Yeah, I I support
1: this. Good call, God Egg.
0: Drifted away. I predict the new attacker becoming the most banned operator in the game after Jackal. Do you think that Ubi will nerf her into the ground or fast track a counter to her in the next three months? No, I don't. I don't think that she will actually be the most man. I think she's going to be influential and in the in the beginning powerful. But mm-hmm. I think as the season drags on,
1: yeah, I think she'll actually be okay. If anything, they might take away one lance, or they might like reduce its range. But its range is already pretty small. I I really don't see much changing with her
0: because what can you change? You don't want to take that one shot kill away because then you've That's created the glass is. Yeah. that sucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like, and I don't think the one shot kill is a problem, so.
0: We'll see. I originally thought when I first saw her, she, like, she is dang good, and I think she is dang good, and I think mm-hmm. she should be good. And she might get banned a lot. Uh, she might, maybe. Her and Jackal probably will be the bands of. Because it's usually Jackal and then, like, okay, I guess Montaigne. Mm-hmm. That's usually what happens. But now with her, it's like, okay, that's maybe banned Cali. But
1: I think she'll be more specific to certain maps, right? Yeah, I think so. So.
0: There's the one of the better spots I've seen so far is like the villa when you're attacking aviator holding that angle where you can get like way outside. You can kind of see through the steady door and then also through the aviator door and you catch people late going back in. You can get at least one or two downs Mm -hmm. like that.
1: Zero skill asked if siege were to do a modern warfare 2v2 match with no gadgets and speed was the same for all ops. Who would your two man team be? So I guess basically this is just asking like, if they're all equal, like, which gun do you want, really, right?
0: Yeah, basically. So.
1: No gadgets, and speed is the same for all ops. So you're basically choosing your skin and your gun.
0: Yeah, so Maestro?
1: Yeah. Um. Fra- I mean, if it's a, if it's a Modern Warfare-type 2v2 match, maybe Kali? I want, like, a faster reloading gun than Maestro's. So the
0: Pepperoni? Or the Commando? Hmm. I, hmm, Kali would be one of mine, I think, the sniper. I might go Alibi. Alibi is a very good.
1: Alibi's gun is solid. No ACOG, but if we're playing Modern Warfare. That's
0: okay. Also, if it,
1: wait, well, I'm assuming that every, like, damage and all that is staying siege. siege Oh, is that? Okay. Where it's, like, one-shot headshot, right? I don't know. I don't know. If it's one-shot headshots, I'm going with Alibi. If it's not, I might actually go with, what's-his-face, Maestro, or the all the or Thatcher with the LED-5. I'm probably just Thatcher because he's got that sweet LED helmet.
0: I <laughs> think it's the best. I might choose Valkyrie because of the, or you know, I guess no gadget, so Blackbeard's shield will be gone, but Valkyrie because I just want the deagle.
1: Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah, so good. I might just go Ooh, Okay, Valkyrie. yeah, I'm going Alibi because she's got the Caritas also. The okay. Caritas is good fun.
0: So Valkyrie and Alibi. <laughs> Justin Friendly mentions, Ryan and Chris, quote, we'll definitely play more Siege this season. Also Ryan and Chris, quote, Halo reaches out so soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's
1: two <laughs> competing interests that are about to collide.
0: <laughs> and that's okay. You need you need to opposition in life so uh last question of the day
1: no one me 97 said hey guys so still can't find a buck spotlight i listened through your entire podcast wow. and i don't think i heard one so okay i guess we didn't do it which i'm shocked but I, I do think we at least had i think when you started playing buck a lot you had sort of like a i
0: mentioned something just a, like I, a, I know i know i specifically talked about buck on yeah, i remember that on um Border, but I feel like I talked about specifically saying Buck is not as good on maps like Oregon and shooting into Oregon basement because I same think with you were just basement. picking up Buckmore just saying stuff about Buck because I I specifically said those things. Yeah, I think
1: you were just picking up Buckmore and then you just like kind of reported on what you had been doing recently in Siege.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily. Did someone ask about Buck and I was answering the question? Yeah, by... maybe.
1: I don't remember, but but apparently we didn't do a spotlight. So good to know, and let's get that on your short list for spotlights um you also asked uh, when will new ops come out for the ps4 for season pass holders we don't know we obviously are not informed of anything like that but we expect next week uh which would be tuesday uh three or four days from when you're hearing this probably um and yeah so that's that Okay, thank you guys for your awesome questions. Always fun to get input from you guys and do that. Also thanks to everybody who sent feedback last time correcting us. We actually appreciate being corrected and being able to fix what we said wrong because sometimes we can't remember specific details and stuff. Ryan
0: likes being corrected. I <laughs> Chris could go without. I get the thing is I just know I'm right no matter what. And so it's oh, hard to say so someone saying I'm wrong because I'm not
1: um also if you want to follow us more you should twitch youtube and mixer
0: i am RyGuy w-r-y-g-u-y and i am just hello with three o's so follow on us those there same platforms. you can see us raging and rocket did you League. say twitch this time i said twitch yeah i
1: did it i did it, i did it. also follow <laughs> us on twitter at r 600 renowned and follow chris on instagram at at just chris davis don't follow me on instagram i don't do that thing oh. um i'm sorry i was gonna say oh yeah you can see chris raging Uh, We'll be streaming Halo Reach very, very soon, and I'm so excited. We're going to do the campaign together. Literally a couple of days. Legendary, that campaign, we're going to freaking show it who's
0: boss, right? I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm already, I I am like the person, so I can all F4 if I need to.
1: Excited for Thanksgiving?
0: That will be actually, if that game doesn't have all F4, it is broken. That's true. I could see it not having all F4 too. I could easily see them overlooking all F4. Yes. That's the first thing I'm going to test. I'm going to open the game just all F4. <laughs> the first thing I didn't reach. They'll get reach, it. it. 4
1: Also, like, Reach being on Steam, so awesome. I'm so excited that it's on Steam. We oh, talked about this, didn't we? Yeah.
0: Way good. Smart. Good, good call. Okay. I'm surprised we did not get a podcast question, question though, you, about, Thanksgiving. about Thanksgiving. Are you excited Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get a podcast question about it. Nobody yeah, cares. Is,
1: nobody cares about Thanksgiving. I, I hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving, those of you who are in America. And those of you who are not, you sh- should start Thanksgiving because it's, <laughs> it's great. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> go like petition your country leaders
0: okay isn't that pretty much it that's pretty much it
1: okay oh it's it's black friday today for those of you who are listening to this on the release day today
0: you are probably christmas shopping i hope right you now. got some good
1: deals if you get any if anybody got some like amazing deals let's know well, that's I, not if what it interested.
0: was and tell us what we missed out on yeah because we didn't get it
1: okay thank you so much for listening guys we'll have a new episode for you next friday as always just hello the,
0: what just goodbye. Thank you.